small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Kyle Dotson. Kyle, we are recording on a Sunday evening, uh, October 29th. It has already been um, Halloween in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah. That happened on Thursday. Yeah, they're done. They're done they're with They're Christmas shopping now. <laughs> yep. They, they, they had Thanksgiving's tomorrow, and mm-hmm. then Christmas is... Uh, is a th- week from Thursday. That's right. <laughs> so um, our, our, our guest co-host just started to yawn. Are you okay? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. So Kyle, so we watched some uh we watched some scary movies yesterday. Yeah. We watched a ten out of a ten. Yeah, Tate. That's a Tate out of Tate. Yeah. That was uh Halloween. Yeah. The first one. The original. Then we watched uh Halloween two. A movie that going in we were like, This one's good too. Yeah, we're excited about it. Hey, this this picks up right where the other one left off. It's like watching a, a four hour movie. No, it's terrible. Yeah, two is not good. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis wears a wig throughout the entire it's number very two. Very noticeable. You can tell it's a wig. Um, it's it's just not good. There's nothing good about it. No. Like there's like there's no reason to ever watch it again. No, it's like it's 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 just ridiculous too. They just like amped up the 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 gore. But not even like it's just like a like for no reason a kid that is also wearing a Michael Myers outfit. Oh, like, gets, like, gets hit with a truck. And it explodes and he like bursts into flames instantly. Like it's for no reason. Then they have a kid that has a, has a razor blade between his two front teeth because that old, <laughs> that old uh, tale about uh, don't take a- Because apples. some producer was like, we should really address this issue that's yeah. not an issue. Yeah, that there's razor blades and apples. <laughs> so that was ridiculous. Also, First off, I'm not eating an apple on Halloween. Not unless it's a candy apple <laughs> or caramel apple. Also, uh, at the end of uh, Halloween, Michael Myers gets shot. He falls off the balcony. He learned, he lands in a, a dirt. Mm-hmm. And in this one, when we see him, uh, it's, it's uh, the best, uh, most uh, lush, grassy lawn you've ever seen. Yeah, and then he, <laughs> there's a, like an imprint where he was. Yeah. Like as though he were a lawn chair that had been sitting yes, there for yeah. four years. You, to leave an imprint like that, you would have to, have, you would have to <laughs> lie there for about four hours. <laughs> So it's ridiculous because literally they run right downstairs after he fell. Yeah. Unless he weighs a thousand pounds. <laughs> so that's what we that's what we did yesterday. But we're here tonight. We're here and we're ready to record. We're here? What? Yeah, we're here. And that person uh, talking is my oldest daughter. She's been here two times before. You knew her then as Sarah, but we now know you as Ezra. Do you want to tell? Because I've continued to refer to you as Sarah since you've been on because um, this is your story to tell. So okay. you can explain what's going on with yeah, you. I respect that. Um. <laughs> Thank you very much. I respect you. Okay. There's only one person at this table that I don't respect. It's Kyle? Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, Same? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I identify as non-binary, which means that I don't feel like I am entirely a girl or entirely a boy. I just feel like I don't fit into either of those binaries, hence non-binary. And I always had like this really gendered name that I never really liked. Sorry, parents. Um, so I, I decided to change it 
uh, because Ezra just feels a lot more right to me. And we were totally against this from the beginning. We Very said, much. no. Yeah. No, we, that's not how we no, are. No, I have great parents. Well, thank you. Did you hear that? I take it back. Never mind. <laughs> the, mo- the, the mom of this child now, is now actually Now they're going to the start in, embarrassing you. Well, I'm going to put that on a loop, and then I'm going to put it on a thing and wear it around my neck and just push a button and it plays. Picking you up from school. Put it inside a Build-A-Bear. And now when, um, when, when you started to explain... Yeah, <laughs> I almost spit water out everywhere. We actually could... We have, we have Build-A-Bear in here somewhere, if Kyle finds it. Now, and, and when you were explaining the non-binary to me, I said, uh, jokingly, I said, oh, that's like, that's like me. I don't like to watch the ball game, but I want to bake some brownies. So I'm non-binary. And you said, no. <laughs> Correct? I don't even remember you saying this, but it sounds like something dumb you'd say. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, you don't, yeah, you yeah. don't acknowledge my jokes. Yeah. What, um, what do you got for us? You got something for us, Kyle? Yeah. All right. Well, something, something. Sarah, Nana made you this monkey. <laughs> Big hug and a kiss for you, Sarah, and I love you. Well, now she's going to have to make something that says Yeah, she's going to have to re-record it. Re-record it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What would she make for I'll you just re- I'll just record her saying Ezra, and then I'll just splice it in. I can just do my Nana impression right now. <laughs> Hello, Ezra. Ezra. Nana made you this <laughs> monkey. <laughs> A big hug and a kiss for you, and I love you. I, I called them I love on you. their trick-or-treat night, Yeah, and I was like, did you have a lot of trick-or-treaters, or as they call them, Halloweeners? Halloweeners. <laughs> <laughs> and Nana goes, no, we gave out candy for 53 years. <laughs> it's time for the young people to do it. Yep. So we turned out our lights. <laughs> they've opted out that the mayor wow. of the town does not give candy away to the children. <laughs> But she did tell me that, hey, the pharmacist across the street, she gave out Kansas soda. What do you think about that? (laughs) And I was like, I I guess it's fine. She goes, well, if you're a kid, I guess you'd like it. (laughs) (laughs) Because now Nana's old. I'm a grown up and I would like that. No joy. (laughs) Did the dentist dentist give out a toothbrush and toothpaste? Is that what they always gave out at their house? He should be giving out the most candy because he wants you to come back. Yeah. He should Candy, be soda, all kinds of everything. Stuff. Something that'll break your tooth. Just cubes, sugar <laughs> cubes. Hey, have a couple of these as you're walking along. Have a jawbreaker made of cement. They should, he should see sque- you on Monday. He should just squeeze hot fudge into your mouth at the door. <laughs> Not to be that guy, but like, do we want to talk about why I'm here and what the podcast is about? How dare you? Some, this is how it goes sometimes. Okay. You have a good costume this year. Tell, tell what your costume's going to be. Going to be Ferris Bueller. Mm, Bueller. So I just want people to do that to me all day. Yeah. Yep. It's a good costume though. Like you oh, bought yeah. it online. It's like really a good. legitimate leather jacket. Yeah. Or like fake leather, but fake like leather. pleather. But like an actual jacket you could wear, not like a yeah. terrible Halloween yeah. costume. It's it like good. Chintzy. You could even wear that vest too if you wanted to. True. Oh yeah. It's I like the vest. Like it's like actually yeah. knitted. No yeah. one. No one would say, "Wait, isn't that that vest from your Ferris Bueller costume?" No one yeah. would say that. They would just even gotta know. wait a few months. Yeah. yeah. If you wear it all together, it's Ferris Bueller. If you separate it all, everything's fine. Yep. yep. Just like when I wear my Fonzie outfit. I don't wear it all together. <laughs> I wear a white t-shirt sometimes, and then later yeah. I'll wear a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who Fonzie is? Absolutely not. <laughs> hey. hey. Okay, now there's the, there's the mom again laughing. Pilar, I knew that you were going to be here, but I didn't know that you were going to be uh, so loud. I'm going to have to edit a lot of stuff out. <laughs> All right, here's why we're here tonight. We're going to do uh, 
a retrospective. Kyle showing. Uh, oh, did you show? Oh, and she gave, you gave a thumbs up, which is exactly what Fonzie does. Yep, because he's given a thumbs up in the picture. Hey, do you recognize him? Yeah, do you recognize him? Absolutely not. Okay, that's Henry Winkler. He's a very nice man. Okay. Anyone cool. that's ever met him out here says he's very nice. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like that anymore. Mm-hmm. He looks like that now. Ah, uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one of Ezra's favorite bands or groups or duos is a couple of a couple of young ladies named Tegan and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sisters. Yep, twins. Tw- twins. Twins. Although Tegan's prettier. I don't. <laughs> Sarah sings better, but Tegan's prettier. They're aren't they identical? Yeah, that, they are. That's no, that's the bad no, joke. No. That's the bad joke he's mm, making right now. I there's no there's something. They're even dressed the same in this picture. Do they always like? No, they want, actually like don't do that oh, a lot. Because they have like the same T-shirt on. Okay. In this picture. Oh, I see. Okay. But one's Tegan and one's Sarah. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Let's tell. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this Tegan and Sarah. They're from Canada. Mm-hmm. They're 37 years old. They're not youngsters anymore. Nope. Their career is older than me. That's right. They started in, they were born in 1980. Their first album came out in 99. 99 so they were 19. Mm-hmm. And they have eight studio albums. Mm-hmm. So in, in two more years, they'll, it'll be their 20th anniversary of, of as being recording artists. Yep. That's pretty good because I don't, I guess I only remember hearing of them like maybe in the past 10 years now. I think they were very, very indie pop. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. almost DIY. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, and then as we play songs, you'll you'll know right when it starts to turn. To yeah. Where, oh, they're getting some people are getting in the studio with them and 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 producing this a yeah. little a little bit. Mm-hmm. And their and their sound just evolved because I like that you know they started this when they were really you know like yeah. young adults pretty much still teenagers um and you know now they're like real people yeah yeah yep uh Um, yeah if they if their first album came out when they were 19 then it means that they had been doing it yeah and yeah they they were for for years before that so probably you know 13 14 15 16 yeah i appreciate the honesty and like not just sticking to the thing that like got them recognized and like just letting their style evolve Mm mm-hmm yeah, it's good. I, don't know. I like it. So their first album, the first album that we're going to cover, is an album that's not even. Uh, you can get it on iTunes, but if you want a physical copy, you can't find one anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's from 1999. It's called "Under Feet Like Ours." Now, also, should we talk about what we did last week, or should we wait till we get to that point in Maybe, our list? Well, you brought it up, so we just talk about it. Yes, yeah, talk about it. All right. So your your birthday was last week. Yep. So one of your presents was we went to see. Tegan and Sarah. Yep. We saw them at the uh, the theater at the Ace Hotel in downtown LA. We had great seats. Yes. Eleventh row. This wasn't a this wasn't a pop culture beast freebie. Paid for these. Is the Ace Hotel big or or is it? Mm, it's a theater. Yeah. It's like. Have you been to the Wiltern? Yeah, it's, it's like, like that. that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wiltern might be a little bigger. I I. It's just strange that they would because they're very popular. Oh yeah, they. I wonder why they didn't well, play like it. Well, this is a this yeah, you 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 can uh, say they're kind of, they're touring again with uh, an album called The Con, which is ten years old now, and I think for that they wanted to go back to doing smaller shows for oh, a bit I see. after having like 
something like two years of really doing the pop star thing and like selling out huge venues and yeah, running around. I see. They just wanted to do something like small. Yeah, this was just um, this was them on keyboard and guitar, and then they had an additional guitar player and a I'm burping an additional uh, keyboard player. So it's very stripped down show. Yep. But they uh, they played the con top to bottom, fourteen songs. And then they uh, then they played like six or seven more songs. It was but, great. Uh, yeah, they sold out two shows, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a very mellow atmosphere. Everyone stayed seated. So cool. Uh, which was great. You know, when you have great seats and then everyone sits, it's even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm short. Yeah, and I don't want to stand. <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm short. You're old. Yeah, perfect. Hurt my back. <laughs> There's a laugh again. <laughs> we got a little laugh track. Yeah. Laughing more in this room than she does at the house. Yep, I'm funnier than you. Is she, are you, is she drinking over there? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to oh, let okay. you start. Okay, And cool. I don't know what songs you picked. We, we each picked two songs from every studio album. Yep. I uh, don't know if we're going to have any crossovers. I think we're. I think in the later albums we might have one or two crossovers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I did not look at your list. You do not know my list. Okay, yes. Go true. ahead. What do you got for us? Question, am I going to play... Like one song from the first album, and then you're gonna play one yes. song. Yes. Okay. Cool. And then we'll go back to you, and then okay. to me. It's called okay. taking turns. <laughs> That's what polite people do. <laughs> okay. Um. So the first song I picked is a song about when you make some food, and you're like, "Man, this food could like do my math homework." This is a bad joke. It's called Clever Meals. You gave uh, you gave Kyle the finger. I mean, yeah. you didn't give him the <laughs> finger, but you you pointed to him yep. too. Okay, pointed me dismissively. Now, when I pick a song, you're you're gonna have more backstory on your song. Yeah, I mean, me, I I'm gonna say I like this song is the one uh, one of the ones I like. This one sounds good. This well, one sounds good. My I backstory on Clever Meals was awful. So. I liked how they sang this one and played. That's what it. I usually say about songs. So I went for the album. Under Feet Like Hours, I went for the opening track, which is Divided. Oh, hey, I picked this one, too. I was going to play it second. Crossover! Crossover! It's a really good track. It is. So now I get to play two in a row. so divided Don't worry about me I'll be fine Don't live your life for me Oh, boy Anyone you live how can you be mad we've just got started good song yeah really good 
I like a nice acoustic guitar sound on a yeah stripped down tune. Yeah, that's what I like about this album a lot because they actually for the next album we're going to talk about this business of art. Like I would say, like half the songs on that album are re-recorded from Underfeet. From the first like album, ours. yeah. But I prefer this is like, but like I prefer Underfeet like ours because I do like how stripped down it is. It's underproduced instead of overproduced. Yeah, Although the second I, album's not overproduced either. It's just yeah. different. But I I just listen to a lot of like DIY stuff. Well, so well, since we had a crossover, you're you're out. You're I'm done. out. So I, I'm gonna, I lost. So I'm this is play, a game now. I'm gonna play my next song, which is a song called "Come On." You've got your prophets and your mathematicians The vocal fuel of a generation Tell me what my hands were made for Tell me who my mouth was made for And please don't be mad at me I'll get what you ask for trying to figure out who their influences might be because like some of these songs remind me of other artists do you have any idea who who are some of their influences no mostly because like i wasn't alive when they were being influenced <laughs> okay. by music you can't use that as your excuse for everything okay does that mean that you don't want to learn any history because you weren't alive when history was happening <laughs> yeah just chilling in my history class learning about you know the 90s um <laughs> They're like, the 1990s lasted from 1990 to 2003. <laughs> true. <laughs> it's very true. Um, Moving yeah. on? So I, I don't know. All right. I, know. I have it right here. Oh, Ooh, what do you Kyle, got? Kyle's got it. Well, he's uh, supposed to do some work. Tegan yeah, and Sarah have credited Green Day, Nirvana, and Hole for truly starting to cement their desire to write music and make their own music. Hmm. During their teenage years, they were influenced by Smashing Pumpkins, Violet Femmes, Dinosaur oh. Jr., Teenage Fan Club, as well as some more modern people. Now, I'm yeah. not hearing a lot of those bands in the music we've heard so far, but maybe later on. Tom Petty, yeah. Pink, Just, Lily Allen. But I mean, they were also mm-hmm. like, they started when they were teenagers, so... You know, those just seem like pretty standard things. So they were like, hey, right. I want to make music. Yeah, these were probably the bands they were listening to in that time period. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do hear a little Tom Petty there because he did uh, also play an acoustic guitar. <laughs> so I do hear a little God. Tom Petty in okay. there. Okay, yeah. Moving on to the mm-hmm. album that came out a year later called This Business of Art. Now, yeah, this, this has like uh, literally half of the songs on this album are also on the first album. Mm-hmm, yep. Do you, do you know why that they why they chose to do that? Um, I don't know if they were signed when they made Under Feet Like Ours. Oh, I see what you mean. So, this so was, this, I think this. that they may have gotten signed or like gotten somewhere else and then they re-recorded some songs and that's why you can't buy Under Feet Like Ours anymore. That's just my guess, but I like think so. Well, you can buy it on iTunes. Yeah, but you can't buy physical copies anymore. And the label for the um, first album was called Plunk Records. Yeah, I don't know if there's... Plunk. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Kyle can figure it out. Uh, but, but, I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. And then and then the second talk? album, they're on a label called Vapor. Okay, then I was right. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm curious to see if you have picked anything that was re-recorded from Underfeet Like Ours okay. on this album. I didn't because I, like I said, I prefer that. But anyway, my next song is called All You Got. 
Hear the lights fall just as hard A bit softer in the storm It's not really wrong It's not really right I'm wide awake She's up front, up shot, up start Up in every case The kind of girl that whispers Thank God for you So I did not pick any songs that were re-recorded from the first album, but I did pick this song. Oh, hey. And I think I picked this song because that has a, a very Alanis Morissette sound to it, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, it sounds familiar. It does. It's very. I don't know if I've heard it or if it just sounds like a different yeah. song, but I've like... Yeah, I think it's one of those songs that sounds like a different song. It's fun. I was dancing and I accidentally cued <laughs> Kyle too early, or he thought I did. You would have wanted to hear a little bit more of that song. No, I mean... We, we figured it out. Yeah. But. Right, cool. So my song, because I, and I, I only get to play one now because you still want to but maybe, but maybe, maybe this song, maybe you have this song too and then we'd have two crossovers. What? My song is Frozen. Nope. All right. Don't like that song. I'm kidding. It's not far to go. It's not far at all. It's not far to go. You're not far at Pulls out that water so cold There's not much said that I don't know The difference between frozen hands and feet You come right out and you ask me This was a. This says it was a bonus track on the first album reissue, but I don't know if that means they re-recorded it or not. Mm. Means the dad doesn't know his Tegan and Sarah, mm, but well, actually, I, I couldn't tell you. Kai was doing some uh, good, good, uh, some good sleuthing? work tonight. Some sleuthing. <laughs> now, I they were on. Um, they were on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang from last year, and I recorded it. And it's I, terrible. I, I, <laughs> And last night I finally showed it to Ezra and literally within three minutes she said she wanted to punch Scott in the face. (laughs) No, the first thing I said was, is this supposed to be funny? That is what she said first. (laughs) That is what she said. Without any prompting from me, I just turned it on. I just wanted to see it. So does it, Tegan wears a jacket and Sarah wears brown shoes? Is that what the... Um, I didn't get, I just fast forwarded to where they came on. Oh. But um, Scott Ackerman did say that uh, that tons of their songs have appeared in the TV show Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and I think he was, I don't think he was Yeah, I think that's, that's probably right. Yeah. That's funny. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just use a lot of their songs <laughs> in Grey's Anatomy. Funny. It's literally called Tegan and Sarah wear leather jackets and skinny jeans. Is that what it is? Okay. Oh boy. But that's what they do a lot on that mm-hmm. show. They, they title it by what the people, the guest wears, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. No, I know when things aren't funny. I live with you. <laughs> uh, now, Tegan and Sarah, they are identical twins. Um, Tegan's cuter. But um, they don't write the songs together. Last time you said Sarah was cuter. I can't really tell them apart. They're identical. Okay. Uh, they, write, they don't write these songs. Um, they don't write together. No, they don't write together. So you have to look at the songwriting credits. And yeah. I, I assume if Tegan writes it, Tegan sings it. Um, I'm not sure if that... That's the case, mm-hmm. but I'd imagine so. 
But it's split up down the line pretty evenly. Like if there's, yeah. if there's 12 songs, it's usually six and six. And it's really cool because their albums still manage to sound cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like that. They speak their own language. That's true. Ever since they came out of the womb, they were very funny on stage. Yeah. They didn't complete each other's sentences, but they were very, um, they were sarcastic with each other. Yeah. They were, they, they were like siblings. They were siblings. Yeah. I like they, their stage banter a lot. Cause it was really good. And it didn't feel, I like stage ban- banter that feels like it's right in the moment. Like mm-hmm. they're just like tomorrow night show or next week or yeah. three weeks from now, you're not going to hear what we heard. Yeah. It's fu- it was, it was really funny and it's fun for me. Like as a sibling, you know, I can't imagine ever having a career with my sister because we're so different, but it sounds well, one of you, one of you is talented, God. Um, <laughs> but I don't say which one, but we, but we love you both. I know it's Rita. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just, it's not Rita. Me, you made me lose my train of thought. I'm sorry. Stop cutting me off. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Um, I don't know. It's just uniquely like, it's a relationship that you don't see on stage right. in stage banter a lot, and it's fun. And just to clarify, you both have talents, but <laughs> different talents. Mm-hmm. Kyle and I are the ones that don't have any talent. <laughs> no talent. <laughs> Can you sing at all? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Horrible. Kyle auditioned to be I get her. mad at myself. We should go out to karaoke some night. <sighs> no. But we'll take okay. a lift cause, so we can drink. No. And yeah. then just... I think I could sing. I think I would. I think I could do a good. Uh, I think I could sing Beth. If you got drunk enough, I think I could sing it. Yeah, Kyle auditioned Peter to be Chris Harry Potter. Peter Chris isn't a good singer. I did audition to be Harry Potter. It's really embarrassing. I should try and find that. <laughs> Wait a minute. You sent a tape in to be Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the movies. Yep. Wait, you didn't know this? No, you sent a tape in to be someone too. Oh no, I know. Who was that? I don't. I also Harry Potter. Ju- yes. Judy Moody, right? <laughs> yep. Also Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. But it was later. They were like, maybe going to recast. Mm-hmm. And That's one of those things that movie studios do. They go, we're casting a wide net for this part. It's like, you're not going to give it to no, someone. No one watch that thing. Yeah. It's just, that's all publicity when they do mm-hmm. stuff like that, yeah. in my opinion. And I don't even like those movies. You like the Harry Potter movies? No, I like three of them. Which three do you like? One, two, and four. One, two, and four. Yeah, that third one's tough to get to. It's the wor- best book, worst movie. Wow. What do you think about that? Ezra? I, I, that's my favorite. Is it's your favorite third. movie? Yeah. The, the thing I don't like about it is that they cut so much out of the book that's important, and then they were like, the director was like, we didn't have time to show it, and it's like, you literally have a five minute scene of Harry staring at Hedwig flying in the snow, <laughs> and although it's beautiful, it does nothing for the film. I feel like I already know the books, so I like that movie because it's different. Like I know the I know the books so well, and so many of the other movies are like super faithful. Though the fourth cuts a lot out too. Yeah, That's but it cuts. It like. cuts like the it it gets to the story. It cuts out the ancillary know. things. It doesn't just like cut out <laughs> the things I like. And right now, I'd like to request that any of the listeners out there that have musical ability, if you'd like to uh, write a little sting. Uh, that's called Nerd Talk and send that to us. Uh, we will choose one and we will use that for okay. whenever we go but off. I only like four of the books too, right. so. They split that last book into two movies. Why don't they split uh, your favorite book into two movies? They could have split all those books into two movies. 16 movies. Still be making them. <laughs> My be- thing is, do you, when they cast Richard Harris, they knew he wasn't going to make it the whole way, right? Because he was so old and drunk. 
<laughs> butter on butter beer on butter beer. Harry Potter. Harry. <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter. I mean, I don't know if they knew how well they were gonna do. I don't know if they knew they were gonna like oh. raise oh. those they, actors they on knew. set. They were gonna. They knew. They, we've had those bad movies like that. Those took a lot of luck for them to just get those right. I think they got them right. Kyle doesn't like anything. Harry Potter, bring me my yeah. oxygen mask. <laughs> Look, a lot of people like them, and I I understand. Ron Weasley, like put a nitroglycerin tablet under my tongue. It's my tongue. <laughs> it's my tongue. Hermione, right? I need my EpiPen. Stop. Or as I like to call her, my Heine. <laughs> okay, where are we at? Uh, if it Third was, album? Or wait, did I? What? Did no, I? You, you need to play you have one the second. More from the okay, second wow. Album. Not even. One more We're song. not even two albums in. Um, yeah, this is how it goes. No, I know. Loosey goosey. That's Where do you fine. have to be? Yeah, doing homework. Uh, you didn't do your homework yet. I was doing it when. All right. I won't go that. off on any more tangents. No, I don't. I don't actually mind. That's right. fine. Um, <laughs> uh, my second song off this business of art is called "Not with You." Around this world, will I be? It's a good tune. Yep, I oh. really like that song. Out of the first two albums mm-hmm. so far, which album do you like the best? I've said this several times. Oh, my God. I like God. Under Feet Like Ours better. I'm going to kill you. What? You like... <laughs> All right, we're moving on. I like Under Feet Like Ours better. Because it it's, it's more like stripped down. I got a lot of stuff in my head. <laughs> Third album, 2002. Now, this is on... Uh, it's on Vapor again, but they're sharing credit with another label called Sanctuary. And Sanctuary, uh, I know this label. That's actually a big label. So people are starting to take notice with this third album mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah. This album covers, uh, it's just goofy. You don't like it. I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. I don't yeah. mind it. I don't think it's that bad. I don't, yeah. I, didn't they don't I did not like it. They don't, uh, they look different on this album cover. Like they don't look the same. No. Yeah. I mean, they, one has some frosted hair. I would encourage all of the listeners to look up pictures of them as, children in the early stages of their career yeah because it is kind of ridiculous they had every bad 90s lesbian haircut ever <laughs> ever um, and they are les- they are lesbians yeah they're both lesbians the um what was i gonna say is it is this tegan and the sarah on this cover does it go uh, with their names Tegan should always be on the left-hand side I of the album I think Tegan cover. is always on the left-hand she sh- side. She should be because it just... Uh, oh, yeah, the frosted... Yeah, that's Tegan, that's Sarah, because Sarah had the Sarah's frosted tips. Sarah's got the tips. frosted tips. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Tegan's cuter. I'm really good at telling them apart, but not from that far away. Now that you just told me they looked exactly the same, so how can you tell them apart? Oh, my God. Because their albums aren't that long. They have like 37, 40 minutes, yeah. but they yeah. all have like 12 songs. Which yeah, is, the con is really short. Yeah, and it's got 14 songs, but it's really short. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, uh, is it? It's your turn. It's, it's my, my turn? turn, but I'm gonna let you start again. Okay, cool. Uh, so this next album, uh, if it was you, and my first pick is I Hear Noises. Uh, 
that one because I love that one. Yeah, it's a really good song. But I did not pick that one. Instead, the first one I picked is called You Went Away. Yeah, that's, that's a good song. Because you said that you can't stand me So I went away I was sure that you can't stand me Well, I don't think we have to be like I like that one because it sneaks up on you. Yeah. You weren't expecting that, were you, Kyle? Blue, no, blue no, it started, it sounded like seats. a song from Juno and then yeah, and then it kicked, kicked in. in. Yeah. It kicked into yeah. Foo Fighters territory. Yeah. The Ooh. um, you know, it's Tegan and Sarah, so the uh, the the studio musicians aren't getting any credit, but the guy who's playing drums on that, I can't say his name, Rob Chersinoff. Mm-hmm. Rob Chersinoff, great. Yeah. Pounding it out there. Good job. What's your next tune? Uh, Ezra Sipes plays banjo. Ooh. Mm. You don't play banjo, do you? Do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> does anyone play banjo? Steve Martin does. Ezra Sipes. That's about and it. Steve Martin. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Ed Helms. Yep. Yeah. Bunch of nerds play. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh, this would be the time we would play that nerd talk sting. Okay, what's going on? All right. Uh, so no, I mean, what's going on? I, I oh, just was, passed was, out for a second. What if sting cool. sang the nerd talk sting what if sting sang the nerd talk sting if you can get that to happen that'd be great i know stuart copeland so maybe i'll ask him if he'd mind doing that what's your next tune off Um, of if it was you from 2002 yep i should also say this album maybe my least favorite got some got some got some good songs i just like don't listen to it a lot uh uh, my next song, I feel, might be a crossover. Is it is Monday, Monday, Monday? Boom, crossover. Really? It's a great tune. Yeah. Oh, cool. Your house or mine? I don't really care about it anymore. I close my eyes. I I make myself unhappy, so you'll go. You think we need to get a new audio cord there, don't you? Yeah, I think so. But What's that cord called, though? I don't know what to call that. This all stays in the show. What is that called? Uh, it's whatever the headphone jack is, so a 33 millimeter or whatever. That's probably wrong. To, uh, yeah, to, what are those? They're just a, they're an audio. 
tell left you what, and right. When you look this up on Amazon, send me the link. When you, if you're at work tomorrow and you don't have anything to do, okay, look that up and I'll order it. Cool. That'll be fun for you. Blast. Your boss will come Can't in. Wait. Your boss will come. Kai, what are you doing? And you say, I'm looking up this cord for podcasting. All right. Well, continue uh, the good work. You got a new video on AOK. It's uh, the Punisher's mom. Yep. How's that going? You getting good numbers on that? Yeah. What's the best video over there that you guys have put up since you've been there? Door of the Grown Up. Door of the Grown Up. The best period. It's uh, 1.5 million views. Wow. Yeah. Are you guys going to make a sequel? Yes. Maybe something for Christmas. That does nothing to do with Christmas. We already no? recorded it, but yeah. Can it's you tell us what you can't tell us what it's called then? It's just I think it's just gonna be called Door of the Grown Up too. No, very original. <laughs> yeah, I mean I know I know you make some good videos over there, but personally like I just think they're like eh, they're okay. <laughs> no one really asked for your <laughs> I was just what making a pun on AOK. Oh, oh we weren't wasn't listening. Very good. No, we no, just weren't paying. Yeah, we weren't paying attention. <laughs> like I was too busy getting offended. Being, we were being dismissive on purpose. That was good. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to now. This I feel like this album is it's called So Jealous. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the first one that sounds like they're like it's real professional oh, uh, yeah. sounding recording. It's like and the covers they're not on the cover. Nope. What is that on the cover? I can never make that out. Is it like a heart thing? It's like a heart thing. Red. <laughs> it is a heart oh, thing. Oh, it's like, um, it's a bunch of felt hearts like kind of in a pile, but I don't know what it's supposed to be making. Just, just a mm, pile. Just a pile. Yeah. No, but. And this is the most, is, is this the only, no, there's, they're not, they're not on the, the con album cover either, but this is the first one where they're not on the cover. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this just said this just feels a little more slick than the than the past three albums. Oh, very much. It doesn't look like it was made in like MS Paint. <laughs> so what first? Uh, what's your first song from So Jealous from two thousand four? I don't object to the other album covers. They're just like a little. They're a little rough. Uh, yeah. But my my first pick from So Jealous is a song called Speak Slow. Crossover. What? That's unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe that we're picking the same songs because if you think about it, we do have a lot of things that we do alike. First of all, we both have green eyes. We both get up. We're both the early risers in the house. Both keep our, like to keep stuff neat. Right? Yeah. You just always bring this up. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm also just. I only talk to you when you're on this show. Yeah, it's like, it's so. You're just like, it's so funny. We like, we have the same eyes. Like we, we do certain things the same. And I'm like, I know you made me. What do you, <laughs> you go right over yeah. left with the, with yeah. your shoelace. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, what are you drinking right now? Water. I'm drinking water. What? I don't, I, I'm crazy. out of water. You're not related to <laughs> us. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I find it really interesting though. Cause 
in previous times I've been on this show, I have not enjoyed your music. Um, oh, you, you, en- you enjoy what I'm playing today because it's a band you like. <laughs> no, I know, but I think it's funny that we... It's not just like that we both find common ground in this band that has very diverse mm-hmm. selection of songs. It's that like we like the same songs off of these albums. Yeah. And, and this, I think that's interesting. This is their longest album. This has 14 songs on it. It's also their longest in time, 45 minutes, 41 seconds. Yeah. And I have some info here. Ooh. A song called Where Does the Good Go was played in the fourth episode of season one of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. And then No Man's Land was played in uh, season 10. Crazy. Wow. How about that info? Wild. Uh, also, Rolling Stone named So Jealous one of the top 50 records of 2004. So this is really when the career is really... Oh, yeah. This oh, is yeah, when it's totally. really starting. The con was like the the height of like breaking into that. Okay, so my song, since I also picked Speak Slow... My other song from So Jealous is You Wouldn't Like Me. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah. Couldn't say that every time. Well, that's because you like the band. Yeah. There's a war inside of me Do I cause a new heartbreak to rise? A new broken song Do I push it down Or let it run me right into the wind I feel like Talking for fear of listening to unwelcome sound And you haven't called me in weeks Honestly, it's bringing me down Yeah, the sound is slicker too. Definitely is. It's nice. This has has many producers too. Sarah and Tegan are listed as producer. A guy named John Collins. A guy named David Carswell and Howard... Uh, Rent-a-cop, so they're almost like Rent-a-cop. But it sounds like th- this is the one they're like, okay, you you two are really great, but not enough people are hearing your music, so we're gonna we're gonna get you out there yeah. a little bit more to the public. So, mm-hmm. what's your next tune? My next tune is a song called "I Won't Be Left." It means you'll be right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't be left. I like that shaker or tambourine, whatever that is. And this album sells 300,000 copies worldwide. Whoa. So that's pretty great because uh, according to Wikipedia, the previous album only sold 18,000 copies in the U.S. Wow. That is huge. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. So now we're moving on to Ezra's favorite Tegan and My Sarah favorite, album. absolute favorite album, The Con. That is the album that they toured with when, like they re-toured with when we saw them. Did they play... Top to bottom? Yeah. Okay. In order. It was awesome. Uh, And I love every song 
off of this album. This album also has 14 songs, uh, clocks in at 36 minutes, 46 seconds. Now, this time for this album, Sanctuary's not involved, but Sire Records is. And Sire is a major label, mm-hmm. home to bands like The Pretenders and The Talking Heads and The Ramones. And it looks like in the UK, London is handling uh, distribution over there. And London uh, was home to uh, you know Rolling Stones and many, many bands in the 60s and I'm sure today too, but I don't have that in front of me. Okay. Now it looks like it looks like someone's packing up to get out of here. Where are you going? Pick up your other daughter. What? Uh, all right. Do you need me to walk you out? You can leave her. It's fine. <laughs> I know, but you know, safety first. And they say chivalry is dead. Yeah. Well, it is dead because I say, "Can I walk you out?" No. <laughs> God. Go to hell. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the con. I'm going to let you start. Hey, when you get out there, honk your horn twice so we know you're in. Now look, if and if you're in trouble, honk it three times. (laughs) Are you coming over to kiss Kyle? Yeah. You get in the bag. Ooh. All that squeaking, people are getting her bag. Yep. Slam it. Just make a make a loud noise. Listen to her heels, everybody. Listen real close when she walks across the wood floor. I got a kiss. No, she's, she's trying, she's trying to, to walk she's trying quietly. To, she's trying to walk quietly. She can't do it. All right. Clop, 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 clop. <laughs> clunk, clunk. <laughs> the hoof beats. All right, she's out. All right, uh, the con, what's your song? Uh, so I have a little story about this. Yeah, I don't want to hear stories. I want to hear songs. Okay, cool. <laughs> so anyway, I was in the car with my dad uh and we her real dad <laughs> my real dad edgar <laughs> my dad uh god i can't tell can't tell the story um so we were in the car and until this moment like we don't know what the other person picked uh so we were listening to the con and i was like all of these songs are my favorite like it was really hard for me to choose and you don't know which ones are my favorite uh, and then this song came on and just by the way, I was like bopping my head to it. Dad just goes, no, no, this is your favorite song. And I was like, yeah. Uh, so this is Hop a Plane. I took the train back, back to where I came from. I took it all alone. It's been so long, I know. Imagine me, then my heart asleep with no air. Please help me drown these memories All I need to hear is that you're not mine You're not mine I'm a restless, somewhere far away from The sight of my hands, the sight of me not moving You can't just hop a plane and come and visit me again I claim it's in my head and I That's a crossover Yeah, it's because it's the it is a great song. It's I could so not pick good. it. I knew you were going to pick it. Yeah. But I had to pick it too. Yeah, it's, no, it's just unequivocally the best. Hop a plane. I'm kind of curious uh, to find out if uh, Josh Scott Fitzgerald knows Tegan and Sarah. I think this is a band that he'd like. Oh, I thought you meant know them personally. And like in my head, I was like I'm, cataloging. I was like, I'm how? wondering if Josh Scott Fitzgerald took, uh, took Tegan or Sarah to the prom. That's what I'm trying to find <laughs> okay. out. Yeah, Josh, let me know. I think I think this might be a band that you might enjoy. 
That's what I think. <laughs> was that like, you sound like a trumpet. <laughs> You're one of those Muppets that has like a, what was it, like a like horn, a horn for a nose? mouth? Yeah, yeah. A horn for a mouth. Oh God, that hurt my ears. <laughs> That's how I feel. All right, my song from the con, since Ezra stole Hop a Plane, let's listen to Back in Your Head. Oh, this was this was almost there. It says, now my version of this album doesn't come with the DVD, but it says some versions come with the DVD, which includes the con, the movie, which is the making of the album. Whoa, I didn't know that existed. I'll find that for you. Okay. I'll get that. We'll watch that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, but at first uh, I had 17 songs instead of 16 because I genuinely could not choose between Hop a Plane, Back in Your Head, and The Con. Um but eventually, oh, I just gave away my last song, whatever. Um, but I don't, I don't know, like after when I was putting everything together, I'm like, I can, I'll take that off, I guess. Uh, and I gave it away. So, so my next song is the con. Well, thank you for sticking to the rules. Kyle, who doesn't stick to the rules? Murray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Listening, yes, I'm guilty of this. You should know this. I broke down and wrote you back before you had a chance to forget, forgotten. I am moving past this giving notice. I have to go. Yes, I know the feeling. No, you're leaving. just that song just makes me emo i I really like it it's good makes me feel things Uh, what what kind of things lots of lots of cry (laughs) so it makes you cry (laughs) it has it's sad if you like listen to the lyrics and stuff it's just very emotional um it's funny because i'm reading on wikipedia the con the single mm -hmm. that you just played that was released on february 22nd 2008 Oh, hey, what what day is that, Dad? That's my birthday. That's your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That's something 
you say because of me, Hubert. you know? Murray and I try to say happy birthday as quickly as possible. Hubert. Hubert. But that's, okay. Hubert. What um, were you going to say? It was when we were at the concert... The con. The concert. Is that what it was called? <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> what a miss. <laughs> yep. Right? It should have been the con hyphen cert. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, totally. I think it was just called like the contour. Um, but anyway. But it wasn't spelled like contour. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, is yes, that? Maybe. Yeah, the, mm. Anyway, uh, they were talking about how uh, Tegan thought that that song should be called Encircle Me. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Sarah was like, I think Sarah wrote it and Sarah was like, nah. So now it's called the con. That's like actually what they said. Um, it says here that this, uh, this was written, this whole album was written like influenced by the against me album against me as the eternal cowboy. Have you ever listened to that album? I have not listened to that album, but I love against me. So that makes a lot of sense. So against me is maybe so you'll good. love that album too. L- listen yeah. to against me, please. It's really good. Lord Jane Grace, she's great. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> what are we, are we moving on? <laughs> yeah, I just had a little PSA there. I don't know if I've ever listened to against me, but I've seen like I've seen people wearing their shirts all the time. Please so. do. They're so good. I played against me for dad once when they were coming out with new stuff. What did I say it. about him? Oh, like you're it. like, oh, wow, this like doesn't suck. <laughs> no, this isn't awful. <laughs> no, it just sounds more like something you'd listen to, so you were like surprised by it. Who's that artist you play for me? It's if Kevin Klein and Phoebe Cates' daughter. Oh, that would be Frankie Cosmos. Frankie Cosmos. <laughs> I like her. You like Frankie Cosmos? I did like that. Yeah, she's fun. Check that out, Frankie Cosmos. Academy Award winner and Tony winner, Kevin Klein. Yeah. And then Phoebe Cates. And Frankie Cosmos. Mm -hmm. It's not her name. All right, let's move on to 2009. Now they're straight up just on Sire Records. None of this, none of this indie, nothing indie about it now. Nonsense. But but then this album cover, the album's called Sainthood from 2009. This album cover's so weird to me because you have have Tegan, but then Sarah, there's a cutout there's a picture of her body, but then her face isn't there. It's almost like they took... It's almost like a black and white photo or like a mannequin. Yeah. But I wonder when you pull the... I wonder if it, on if, if it's on an album, if you pull it out, if there's a if it's weird. No, it's just... It, here's what it seems like to me. They they took this album, they took the, the album cover shot, and at the last minute, she was like, oh, you know what, I don't like how I look in that. And so they just cut a circle out and then she put her head through. Because that's what it is. You can't see that. There's a circle there and her head's through. Like this person's in the picture, but this body's not there, but her head's through a cutout circle. It's very strange. I think it's intentional. I think that's 100% yeah, be, intentional. Because it, it looks like, it lo- it almost looks like that's a painting yeah. with a cutout. Because there's a shadow. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a last minute. This is like a an artistic intention. I like it. And then it. the album's called Sainthood, so it really doesn't gel with the title of the album. I don't know. Me. I just... I, I, I like the album. Cover. Yeah. You know Fine. me. I'm critical of things. Yeah, no. It's just weird. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it's you weird. Like it's it. very no, weird. Mama. Hey, Ed, it's very weird. Very weird. All right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this. I'm going to start out with Sainthood. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a song called Hell. H-E double hockey sticks? Yeah. No, I'm not ready for a big bad step. 
Now, this album, it says all the songs were, were written by Tegan and Sarah together. Oh, yeah. I know, I know that one on one album they collaborated. And, I also And really then like a guy named album. Hunter Bergen co-writes three songs with him, including the one I just played. Cool. Now, here's another thing. I have the physical copy, which has 13 songs. I guess if you go to iTunes, you get 15 songs. And way back when, if you were on the iTunes pre-order, you got another song. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's I wonder... 16 songs possible with this i wonder what spotify has because i'm gonna spoil my stuff again i picked the last two songs off of this album um and i don't know if they're like the last you don't know if they're songs 12 and 13 or songs 15 and 16 i think they're 12 and 13 13. okay cool cool so here's three songs we have to find as we need to find wrists light up and it was midnight cool i had no that's super cool yeah uh sainthood is my second favorite album um Except for this cover, so weird, <laughs> so strange. Yeah, Sainthood, second favorite album, also very much like this one. Uh, and the next song is called Sentimental Tune, and it just makes me very happy. pretty cool that you picked the last two songs because a lot of times people will just sometimes an album uh peters out towards the end but you're saying not for you you like the last two songs a lot oh no i like the last two songs on like a lot of their albums like i don't know i just i just think that's good some a lot of bands top load it knowing that every time you get in the car you're just going to start the cd from the beginning Mm -hmm. yeah the way the reason why i like the con and sainthood so much is because they feel more like just like complete pieces to me like, like a body of work yes they're so good all right well let's hear or a body <laughs> a dead body <laughs> okay it's halloween gallows humor <laughs> spooky galloween mm, spooky two shoes do you need another water are you okay over there no i have two Kyle, do you need another water yeah i'll be fine all right no, my no. second song off sainthood is a song called the cure
like we should be hearing Tegan and Sarah on the radio more. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. A lot of heartthrob stuff was on the radio, which yeah. is the next album in our lineup. And some love you to death stuff, but it's also just that SoCal doesn't have good radio stations. Well, I it, it, Tegan and Sarah play good music. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing yeah. Demi Lovato and, you know. Look, I, I like Ed Sheeran, but let's give I it a I don't like Ed Sheeran a, that much. Let's give it a rest, right. No one <laughs> yeah. likes Ed Sheeran that much. He's an enigma. His face doesn't match his body and it doesn't match his voice, <laughs> voice. and his singing. Like, he's just a, like a weird... <laughs> and his albums are called what? They're called Plus... Uh, what else? Plus, M- mine, multiply, multiply, divide. divide. Uh, hopefully the next one's just called Zero. Yep. <laughs> I hope we just like it just breaks the thing because then people's minds will just yeah. explode. It's just it's just pi. It's all the digits of pi. That's his album. It's just him reciting as many as he can. Don't give him any ideas. He is a great actor though. He's in Game of Thrones. People loved him. Spoiler alert, he's coming up. I know Oh he, wow. I know you're no, I you're not there that. yet. Yep. All right, are we moving on to Heartthrob? Or no, did we didn't play your last song, did we? Yeah, we didn't, Dad. All right, let's play it. <laughs> Uh, so my next song is called Someday. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's a song that, as a teenager, I very much like. What happens when you become twenty? Do you still like that song? Like, no, I'm just saying because it's about like doing cool stuff someday. You you can do cool stuff. I still do cool stuff. Yeah, that's does not contradict what I'm saying <laughs> at all. You can go do cool stuff when you're a teenager. It just has a Honey, vibe. Look, you can you can continue to do cool stuff. That's what I'm telling you. You're reading too much into all of my intellectual statements about Tegan and Sarah. Intellectual? They're not. They're very much not. (laughs) I don't know why I'm obsessed with this label uh, game that this band is doing, this (laughs) Tegan and Sarah. This Tegan and Sarah. It's giving me a headache. But uh, the next album, Heartthrob from 2013. Sire's not involved now because Sire is under the Warner Brothers umbrella. And Warner Brothers just said, well, we'll do it then. But now Vapor's involved again. Vapor and Warner Brothers are doing this. I had no idea. I don't pay attention to that. I know, but I do. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> One, now Two people do. The person writing the checks and him. And me. <laughs> now, this, this album has five producers. That's and a lot. Two are very big name producers. Rob Cavallo, who produced uh, Green Day and... Uh, boy, now I'm drawing a blank. I think... I think Blink, I think he's involved with some Blink 182, some later stuff, I think. And also this guy named Greg Kirsten, who has worked with some people you might have known, uh, Adele and uh, Pink. Never heard of them. And he's uh, he's a Grammy Award winning producer. So again, it sounds to me like the label is like, okay, we're going to hook you up with some some big names yeah, and see if we can. He produced the new Foo Fighters album too, which we well, didn't talk about. Well, he did, but that's not in his wheelhouse. No, it's not. 
Tegan and the, stick to your wheelhouse, sir. Yeah, lady, <laughs> lady pop. Girly, no, I mean, girly uh, tunes. My argument is, I would say all that's of, Tegan and Sarah. I know all of the all of the albums he's produced in the past have had like a really catchy song or two, right? And all the Foo Fighters albums prior to this one had three or four really catchy songs. Yeah. So you would think that that formula would give them eight catchy songs, instead and they of have zero. zero. And one one would be great if it wasn't produced horribly. We need that nerd nerd thing. Yeah, ASAP. I can't wait to hear who's gonna do mm-hmm. nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> nerd talk. All right, uh, oh, let's. I, I have three songs from Heartthrob. Really? Yeah. Now you're breaking the formula, dude. I'm only going to play him if we have a crossover. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. I'm only okay. going to do it if we have a crossover. So she should probably win? go first. Do you go first? Okay, cool. Uh, so I'm pretty sure this is going to be a crossover. My first song off of Heartthrob is Closer. It has to be, though. Yeah, it totally does. It, you, it's a great song. This, you, this is the best. Yeah. Here comes a friend before we get a little bit closer. Now, this album has a deluxe edition, too. Yeah. It's got 12 songs. I only have 10 of these songs. I only have the hmm. 10. I don't have the 12. I don't know. What was my cue point on I think Closer? Spotify is the deluxe. What was my cue point for Closer, Kyle? Uh, I, just play it. I just want to hear where I... Cl- basically the same? Yeah, it was basically yeah. the same part. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Because you want to get that that awesome like chorus in there. Okay, so that was a crossover. So my song is going to be I Couldn't Be Your Friend. Does your heart ache when you get around me? Does your heart break when you think about me? Now you want to say With Rob Cavallo, I said uh, I said Blink One Eighty Two, and who I was actually thinking of was the Goo Goo Dolls. He's produced many, many, many Goo Goo, <laughs> okay. Goo Doll albums. A lot of people get them confused. <laughs> Just need to clarify that. Also, it looks like um, it's look, it looks like uh, Greg Kirsten pretty much produced all of these songs except for like two or three. Okay. So he's their he's their guy currently. So go ahead. All what right. You got? So that song that you just played was actually in my lineup until I went to set the times mm-hmm. uh, because that was after the concert 
and at the concert they played after they played all of the con they played uh, a song called now i'm all messed up off of heartthrob and hearing it live was so good it was really good you put it in your list that i put it that i swapped it out and put it in my list couple of things while I'm uh, remembering it. Uh, that's a great tune, by the way, and I did like this one when they played it live also. Yeah. Uh, artwork for this episode will be uh, done by Glenn K. Amo. So thank you, Glenn. And, Thanks, uh, Glenn. Just wanted to add that. Also, uh, let me play. What's my next song off Heartthrob? Closer was the crossover. Mm-hmm. So that's sexed out. So I'm still only playing two, really. All right. So uh, my next one's Drove Me Wild. Us, yeah. I'm just gonna say all of yours are good because I like all the songs. Stop. So does that complete Heartthrob for us? Yes. I think Heartthrob, I think I think their most recent albums, the two most recent ones are the ones I like the best. Yeah. It's kind of the the pop sound I like. Yeah. Heartthrob and Love You to Death, which we're going to get to next. I like Heartthrob significantly more than I like Love You to Death, mm-hmm. but I it's still good. It's just not. Yeah, Love You to Death they favorite. really really turned up the the pop stuff. And it's good like it is it's good. it's like a really good album. It's just that's where they start to venture away yeah. from like my realm of music that I enjoy, but I still listen to it a lot. But I don't think they're going to continue there. I think they're going to get it. Yeah. They're going to come back yeah. around again. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we, uh, before we get into the last album, Love You to Death from 2016, it was one of my favorite albums of last year. Uh, I just need to uh, tell you guys. First of all, how did the uh, headphones sound to you? Sound good. You like them? Crisp. You know, they're Bose headphones. Another Bose headphones. Bozo. <laughs> what I want to tell people, what I want to tell you is this episode of the Rock Solid Podcast is brought to you by Bose, the engineers behind some of the world's best audio products, including Bose Quiet Comfort 35 noise canceling headphones. You don't have the noise canceling feature on there. Right I do, now. actually. You do. I turned it's it good. on. You can't hear any of it's the outside good. world. Yeah. It's like you're in. It's like like you're in the upside down. Could still hear mom's laughing though. Uh, it's, it's hard to get away. No from amount that. of noise will cancel that. That's true. Bose, you might want to work on that. See if you can get a special. Yep. 
NPR canceling headphones. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ezra, I bet you didn't know that Bose literally invented the technology of noise canceling almost 40 years ago. You weren't even a uh, thought. No. Nope. Hope not. <laughs> I would I would have been 13. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Now, the reason they invented this is because they believe that by blocking out unwanted sounds and distractions, you can get immersed in what you truly love. Silence. All of the you know, silence, right? <laughs> I love silence. Uh, all of the on-air talent here at the Rock Solid Podcast use the Bose QuietComfort 35 headphones during our recording because we want to hear what you're going to hear. Bose, get closer. Don't right. be a bozo. Get some bows. Get closer. What? Want love? Get closer. That's okay. I know. I know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to promote a little bit before we get to this album? What? We have a Patreon page. We're at patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. My Twitter is Pat underscore Francis. The show Twitter is rock solid show. Kyle, you're at Kyle dots and funny. And do you want to give out your Twitter handle? Do you want people following you? Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I just block them if they're weird. Uh, okay. That's a good idea. I'll block you if you're weird, but yeah, you can follow me. I am Ezra Ray with Two A's at the end of Ezra. Why two A's at the end of Ezra? Uh, because there's another Ezra Ray on Twitter with no tweets. Uh, Isn't that so infuriating? I hate it. Uh, so is that why you have to tell people you're funny? Yep. It's okay. so annoying. And just to, I just have to reaffirm. That's why, that's why I'm underscore Francis is because there's at Pat Francis and like no one's. I don't like oh, underscores. So They're ugly. It's so aggravating. I'd rather be Ezra Ray. Should I have been like Pat? Asterisks, Francis? I don't know if you can put asterisks. I think you can do it. All right, let's move. I'm blocked from following Ezra Ray. <laughs> oh, I blocked you? Apparently. <laughs> Why'd you block your cousin? Um, I don't, I don't remember. Well, you guys might want to work this out. <laughs> I don't remember. Whatever. Must be weird. I, I just, <laughs> it was probably like a while ago. I was like, I don't want Kyle seeing my tweets. Now, for this album, I also have three songs, but it's because we need a playout song. Stop breaking the rules. It's because we need a playout song. Unless you want to pick a playout song. No, it's, it's you can pick fun. a playout song from any of the albums if you want no, to. No, it's you're good. All right, you're go good. ahead. What's your what's what song do you have from "Love You to Death"? Uh, my song off of "Love You to Death" is called "U Turn." So people know that that's not the band that you and I saw. We did not see this Tegan and Sarah. No, we saw a, we saw a bit of them. A they bit played, of they them. Played, yeah, yeah, but not like this is totally. This oh, is yeah. totally synth pop. Yeah, yeah. If you watch like old uh, concert footage of Tegan and Sarah when they started out, it's like the two of them. They both have guitars, mm-hmm. and they're just 
sitting down with microphones and then if you watch like their newer stuff they are like running around they're jumping around they're touching the crowd doing all the, the, pop, the pop star stuff this is weird to me this album has sold only 27,000 copies in the US and 50,000 worldwide hmm. I That's, felt like this was a bigger album than that I feel that. like people just don't buy albums anymore maybe I think that that might be maybe. it maybe all right my song is maybe Maybe, maybe it's me. I don't know. I got this album for free to review. I gave it a 10 out of 10 10 because I liked all 10 songs. So you didn't pay for it either? No. Got it for free. Promotional use. Been promoting it. Uh, Let me hear That Girl. Sick and tired of things getting tough. Never gonna be enough. Sick and tired of fights, starting wars, never gonna be enough. Say what I want, say what I need. Sick and tired of things getting tough. Say what I want, say what I need. Nobody hurts you like me. But this album went to number 16 on the Billboard Top 200 album charts. It just feels like it would have sold more than 27,000 copies. I just think copies. my theory is right and people don't buy albums. Yeah. Doesn't mean people aren't listening to it. No. Like Spotify probably, and whatnot. Yeah, it probably has a lot of listens on Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> That's not how you say it. Spotify. No. Uh-huh. What's your next song? Um, my next song is one of the few songs off here that is like, it's one of the slower songs off here. I All really right. like it. Uh, and it is a hundred times. Ooh, crossover. Crossover? What? I went crazy thinking I was wrong. Like a fool holding on too long. Let it crumble, let the whole thing fall. You were someone I loved and you were no one at all. It was cruel of me to do what I did to you. Wrong of me to hurt such a big part of you. Part of you. I swear I tried to leave you at least a hundred times a day. I swear I tried to tell you a thousand times a different way. I need out on my own. I don't want to live. It's a great song. Yeah, we got a little too into that. Yeah, we were very. A lot of you were doing some interpretive dance. <laughs> yeah, like a hundred times, and then I cross my arms like an X. A lot of straight edge. Invisible piano playing occurred. Mm-hmm. This album also says that Tegan and Sarah wrote all the songs together, and Greg Kirsten co-wrote some songs with them. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like Greg Kirsten plays everything on this album, and Tegan and Sarah are just singing. Hmm. So. Well, they pl- well I know that they can. I know they can play the songs. They, like can they play, probably but didn't. It says it here they just yeah. sang. Mm-hmm. I forget. I lost count. Do you have one more song off this album? Nope. Okay, so I do, and that'll be our playout. Oh, yeah. See, play I had a cross out. It. So the playout's going. Well, first of all, thank you, Ezra, for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for introducing me to Tegan and Sarah because that's how I know about them. No problem. 
Kyle, now you didn't, uh, you weren't sarcastic. You didn't make fun of anything. Today. No, I was, I was excited for this show because I've only heard their few hits and I like all of them. All right. Kyle was excited and about something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. My like natural face like <laughs> doesn't look excited ever, but I usually am. It's I'm just not more excited to see your natural face. Oh. <laughs> but how yeah, I was. Uh, no, they were it's great. Let me ask you this, Kyle. How excited are you for this Thursday? Not because this episode's dropping, because of what we're doing on Thursday. Oh, we're going to see Thor. That's going to be great. We're yeah. going to see Thor, Thor Fraggle Rock. No, it's not, called, <laughs> it's not Thor Fraggle Rock. Kyle, how show. come you're not doing an AOK video, Thor Fraggle Rock? Look at the t-shirt, G. Oh, it's Fraggle Rock. I'm wearing a Fraggle Rock t-shirt. Yeah. Um, well, we did a Thor thing a while ago when the, when the trailer came right. out. So you can't double dip it. Yeah. That did well, too, though. Yeah, it did really well. I thought it was just A-OK. <laughs> it hit that time. All right. Thank yep. you. Thank you, Ezra. Thank you, Kyle. Yep. We're going to be at Thor Ragnarok. Even Pilar's going, and she is done with superhero really? movies. Yeah. Is Rita going? Yeah, we're Never all going. I don't want to go. No, we're Never all mind. going. Oh, I have to tell this real quick. Okay. So uh, I went and saw a movie the other night, and they had... You're going to tell us what it was called? Jigsaw. Okay. And they had... Uh, they had friend of the show Josh Stolberg wrote Jigsaw. Yeah, go, go see, see it. it. And they had uh, they had um, <laughs> these big drink cups that okay. look like Thor's hammer. Oh, what? Well, in the case, it looked like Thor's hammer, and then the one they gave me doesn't really look like Thor's hammer. What does it look like? Um, it looks like Thor's shoe. <laughs> what's the hammer's name? Like Mew 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 Mjolnir. Mew yeah, Mew I just call it Thor's hammer. I'm not even going to attempt to say that word. I call uh, it Mew Mew. Mew Mew. <laughs> uh, I can't find it online, but it's just like, it just has like weird like orbs on it. And it's, it, I did it mainly to make the people I was with laugh. How much was it? It was like, it was five more dollars than a large drink. Are you ever going to drink out of it again? Maybe I'll bring it to the thing. It also turns into a bank the way the top is. <laughs> This is something for a five-year-old. Yeah, yep. that's something that like a kid like has a tantrum. So it was five dollars so more. So it was about them. it was like ten bucks. Yeah, I might get one. <laughs> it was only like I was, it was at like the Pacific Theater, so I assume they have it at ArcLight too, because that's the same company. But they didn't have it. How are you going to say you bought some type of a jigsaw cup? You, no. you went full on Thor Mew Mew. They had a they had a they had a thing that looks like the Hulk hand, but it's for popcorn. Oh, and he's holding that. popcorn. Yeah. Well, no. It's like it's like his fist, and then it's hollowed out. And oh, there's popcorn okay. Inside. Support support the show on Patreon so that my dad can <laughs> spend money on Thor Hammer drinks for college. The, none of this is going to my college. You don't know that Thor drink could be discontinued because of some weird yeah. chemical in paint, it, and and just skyrocket in price. It could be hundred dollars. Sell that on eBay. PayPal slash Ezra Dotson. Pay for my college. <laughs> uh, Ezra, thank you for being here. Uh, Kyle, thank you as yeah. always. Uh, we're going to play out with the song that I think was a single off the album called Boyfriend. Yeah. And oh, someone's excited. It's, it's a, it was the first single they released and it's good. It is good. This song, this album's great. 10 songs, about 32 minutes long. It's mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Not Tate about a boyfriend Tate. though. They're gay. Not no. about a boyfriend. True. What are you looking at, Kyle? The Thor hammer. <laughs> Play it. Or show us the Thor hammer. <sighs> that doesn't quite look like Thor's hammer. I think it, it, it might actually be the hammer that the Hulk holds, now that I'm thinking of it. It's Hulk's hammer. Well, that's dumb. That's, that's 
That's called Smash. <laughs> Boyfriend, please. Thank you, guys. Thanks. You're the worst. I if you want me to play